March 27, 2022. I hope everybody is doing great. And this coming week is full of positivity and we all continue to push to become the best people we can become. Each day we wake up is another chance to live, learn, and love. This upcoming week is a big one for me. I've been off work for a few months now dealing with the aftermath of an injury and a surgery. I hurt my hand a while back and I've been dealing with this new life that I have. It's been a big change for me. My whole approach to how I work and live has changed drastically. I have to think very carefully as I continue my career as a tradesperson. I need to think of my body and how it moves. I used to think I was a superman. I could work faster and more efficiently than everybody in the room, but I didn't realize I was just becoming a bull in a fine china shop. So I think my injury has made me realize some important things about myself. I realize that no matter how hard I push, the work doesn't get finished any faster. and It's not worth my body and mind to go over and above for the task at hand, but I'm still committed to continuing to find and utilize the tools I need to become a healthy and productive human being. And I think now as I get older, my health, my wife, and my kids take precedent in my life. And without a doubt, I will continue to work hard and push to grow my knowledge about life and everything I love. But I'll always remind myself of the bigger picture. And on that point, let's talk about today's show. Today I'm going to be talking about how one of Canada's biggest financial institutions, CIBC, is partnering with an Australian bank and Ripple Labs of XRP fame to provide safe cross-border payments. And I also discuss how a new crypto world is being built on a tropical island. And then I finish off today's show with a little segment about the popular trading terms stop loss and limit order. And I'll go over some of the differences between the two. With that being said, let's get right into Bitcoin. So as of 7 p.m. on March 27th, Bitcoin is having a really good day. We're up 5.1% for the day, and that's $34 billion in volume. Today we're sitting at a $1.223 trillion market cap. Wow! That's up 11.73% for the past 7 days. So in 14 days, we're up about... 18% so things have been looking very good for Bitcoin the last few weeks so let's take a look at some of the things that might be driving the price volatility on March 26 2022 the Luna Terra Foundation Bitcoin wallet holds approximately 24,954 Bitcoin worth 1.1 billion dollars Wow that's Terra Luna that's another type of crypto during the last four days the address has accumulated a massive number of Bitcoin after Terra founder Do Kwon recently hinted at the blockchain project leveraging Bitcoin linked tokenomics after someone asked Terra's founder why the project decided to choose Bitcoin for a reserve asset Do Kwon replied Bitcoin is the only hard reserve asset that's been proven out of the digital currencies. It is very difficult for somebody in crypto to question Bitcoin. So I think crypto enthusiasts might want to dabble in Terra Luna a little bit and how it will play in the future of crypto. I think their purchase shows the strength of Bitcoin's future. Some of the other news that's been driving the crypto market is that some people are suspecting after a senior Russian official said the country would accept Bitcoin as payment for its energy exports, that uh, it would start driving the price. So, so maybe that has something to do with it. There's one thing for sure, Bitcoin has a bright future when it comes to safe and secure payments across borders. And it just goes to show you that even like Russia or Ukraine or whoever can still use Bitcoin um, for whatever they need to do with. Well, with all those Satoshis or Bitcoins you've been stacking, why not get yourself a piece of Satoshi Island? Joseph Hall reports from Cointelegraph.com. 
A crypto island in the South Pacific where fiat is not allowed is making waves. Modular homes under construction, NFT citizenship applications, and a promise for a decentralized future. Step aside, El Salvador. There's a new Bitcoin-centric destination on the map, a 32 million square foot private island sanctuary in the remote South Pacific. Satoshi Island is the place for the crypto community to call home. It's described as a combination of a honeymoon getaway, Bond villain hideout, and naturalist paradise. One enigmatic exception to Satoshi Island is that it's 100% crypto. Talking to Talking to Cointelegraph, the Satoshi Island team of Denis Troyak, James Law, Taras Filatov, and Benjamin Nero mentioned that the island is a true crypto economy, where everything will be paid for in crypto and all ownership on the island is represented with NFTs. Cool, eh? So it seems like people are super eager to free themselves from their current boring reality. I know everybody is, but uh, imagine living on a beautiful island with like-minded crypto enthusiasts spending all day frolicking around in the sun, drinking unlimited cocktails and breakfast buffets. Bet there would be absolutely no stress involved there. Imagine virtual reality intertwined with your regular life. I don't know. It's kind of weird, but uh, I personally think it's all maybe too good to be true. And with all the positives, uh, wonderful positives of living your life in the sun, hanging out with all your crypto buddies, I would hate for all that technology and fun to be wiped out by a tsunami or something. I'm sure um, it would be amazing to live on an island like that for at least the winter months here in the north, but I have a feeling to reserve your spot, you're going to have to be pretty rich. So maybe I'll wait for the budget version to come out, where it's just virtual reality sitting in my house, safely away from tsunamis in my underwear. So... So it says here, people are making more money selling their homes than they made at their jobs last year. Laura Agadoni from The Motley Fool says homeowners who make a median income of $50,000 before taxes made more money in house appreciation than they did at their jobs. And she says that now would be a great time to sell if you're planning to move to a less expensive area or ready to downsize or both. Even if you don't want to tap in your home's current equity, you might want to just sit back and ride this house appreciation out for a while. And I think the fact that something like that that is happening in Canada is an issue. I think it represents the bubble and the volatility of the market. The values of our houses are outpacing our average incomes. Young people will continue to struggle to afford a new home to call their own all over Canada. Our wages are stagnant, but the price of everything else is increasing. I think over the next few years, our young people will learn to cope with the new world in front of them. Owning a house is just one part of the bigger puzzle anyway. And I don't think there's a rush for anybody right now considering how expensive it is. There's many other things that you can and will accomplish that are more important than owning a house, like getting a career and accomplishing personal financial goals. But we all have to adapt and do what we have to do to make us happy. We are all in different walks of life, and we have to be happy where we are today, whether you're dreaming of getting your first apartment or your next Ferrari. It takes time and effort, and I believe there's no rush. Things will happen organically if you work hard for it. I think if we work hard towards our own goals, everything you ever dreamed of can happen. Even if you fail over and over and over and over, that can help push you further and further. And you can take that hardship and uh, that will be something that drives you. So on that note, large banks, CIBC and NAB team up to use RippleNet and Luke Martin from Binance.com writes, the National Bank of Australia announced on Sunday a partnership with CIBC to facilitate cross-border payment settlements between the two using Ripple's RippleNet solution. Ripple is a privately held company built on a distributed ledger whose primary goal is to connect banks, payment providers and digital asset exchanges. 
And I think that's some great news for all XRP holders, at least in Canada and Australia, as Ripple legitimizes across the world, XRP will flourish alongside of it. I personally think it still has a long way to go for true adoption, but as the sex lawsuit diminishes to a close, we all need to be positive and appreciate the work Ripple is doing to legitimize cryptocurrencies on a global scale. So I'm going to go to the last segment here today. I'm going to talk about what is the difference between a stop loss order and a limit order. And Robert Berlin from Quora states that stop loss order is used to ensure that a specific price is received, but the order is only placed when a specific stop price is reached. The stop price and the limit price do not need to be the same. However, there is a risk that the stop price could be reached, but the market never reaches the limit price. In that case, the order will never be filled. And he states that the limit order allows you to specify the price wanted by the trader. However, there is no guarantee that the order will be executed. There are two types of limit orders. A buy limit order. This order is entered at the price below the current market price and there's a sell limit order. This order is placed above the current market price. So the two problems with that scenario. A sell limit order below the current trading price is generally not a good strategy. If your intention is to limit potential losses, the reason is that it does you no good when you need it the most, when the stock price collapses. If you want to protect against losses, you really need a stop order below the current price. If XYZ is trading at $10 when adverse news emerges, a stop sell order at $8 will not necessarily sell at $8, but it will turn into a market order which gives you the chance to sell it at the next opportunity, which could be around seven or nine dollars. Had you placed a limit order at eight dollars, the market could plow right through eight dollars and your shares will remain unsold at seven, five, or wherever the price comes to the rest. You cannot place two simultaneous sell orders on the same shares. This is to prevent the possibility that a volatile market will cause both of them to be executed. If that happened, you would be selling more shares than you actually own, an inadvertent short sale in other words. But there's a different strategy you can look into. It's called an OCO, one cancels the other order. Let's say 100XYZ is trading for $10. You enter a sell limit order on 100XYZ at $12 and a sell stop on 100XYZ at $8. In this scenario, the execution of one order cancels the other order. This scenario is not risk-free. Cancellation is not guaranteed and a partial execution on 50 shares will cause the entire remaining order to be canceled. So I hope these little segments help you guys as much as they help me. I am no pro trader by any means, but I'm slowly learning the terminology and how to use it. There's so many aspects that you need to look out for when trading crypto or stocks. And if you're just starting out, I think it would be super beneficial to do some online courses or spend some time researching the market and maybe even do some stock or crypto simulators to Get the hang of things. I don't do any trading currently. I find the risk is just too high for myself and I, I just don't have the time or knowledge to trade efficiently. I usually just buy popular coins and stocks in hopes that I'll one day earn a good return. And I think that saving is better than not saving, so there's no really downside unless you're investing in very volatile options. And I think the best part as I continue to do this podcast and researching certain topics is that while the listeners like yourself are learning, I'm also learning and, and I'm reinforcing the knowledge along with you. So I really hope everyone enjoyed today's podcast tune in weekly i'm working on a new format that i think will better suit my personality and i'm hoping that it will improve the quality overall thanks for listening guys to a northern perspective podcast Bye-bye.